Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, our team's excited to go to Alabama. They they are playing extremely well defensively, uh, storming to the football. Really physical group up front. Defensive ends are outstanding. Offensively, I think Milrow is leading the team exceptionally and well. They've got a couple of running backs that are really, really good. It's a huge challenge for us. And our kids are excited to go to Alabama and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. Thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, so... We want to hear your trash talk. What you got for us, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, it's always going to be a great show, but a special show, because today we're going to talk a little Razorback everything with Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. Always love it when Dudley comes on, because not only can we talk Razorback stuff with him, but the jack of all trades when it comes to all sports. So we'll dive into all of that with him and... I uh, did want to talk a little also with uh, Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports, not only because of the whole basketball thing with Kansas. That's really funny. He had a great take on it on social media. But also, uh, he's a Kentucky guy, and he had some comments about what uh, Mark Stoops had to say and dealing with uh, buying of players and how he feels about it as a Kentucky basketball fan that also is a Kentucky football fan. Too. ESPN was all over Kentucky yesterday as they were reporting the news about Kansas they were at Kentucky's basketball camp, and you can see the players in the background kind of getting ready for basketball season to tip off. Oh, yeah. So it's it's an exciting time, and I know for uh, places like Kentucky and for a guy like Bobby Regan, loves his basketball, no matter if it's college, professional, high school. He, he's a big basketball guy. In fact, that's what his uh, official title is with Barstool Sports is just simply basketball guy. So, Oh, that's what he is. Huh? <laughs> that's what he is, all, all about the basketball. So we'll talk with him in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, and dive into that too, but uh, have to hear from Sam Pittman and some Nick Saban audio from the SEC teleconference. We'll do that, but uh, I tell you, last night the Major League Baseball playoffs still very, very dramatic, and having some teams that are going home, and one of them being, of course, the uh, the Dodgers as they lose four to two to the Diamondbacks, get swept in that one. They lose that series three zero. And also the Houston Astros, they didn't sweep the Twins, but they ended up winning the series 3-1 as they won in a nail-biter 3-2 over the Twin Cities. So uh, got a couple teams moving on and still waiting on that Philadelphia and Atlanta series as Philadelphia, my goodness, they just destroyed the Braves yesterday 10-2. And what was it, six home runs? I mean, come on. Yeah, they on. tied a major league record for a number of home runs in a postseason game. That's incredible. That was incredible. And then you had uh, two players that hit two each, one of them being Bryce Harper, who stared <laughs> down the opponents as he's rounding second base both times. I loved, I loved that. I love Bryce Harper in general, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he took care of business, and this was how his two home runs sounded yesterday. Stays put, and there's a
Harper. An electrifying moment here, a three-run blast to put the Phillies in front. Harper, high fly ball, center field. He's watching. Harris turns. Harris leaps, and it's gone. Harper with a rainmaker and another stare down. Seven to one Phillies, and it's turning into the Bryce Harper game again. A hanger, 110 off the bat. This one was high. I, I didn't know it was so high. And, of course, a second stare down from Bryce Harper. Yeah, second stare down from Bryce Harper over at Orlando Arcia. I believe is how you say his name. Uh, because, for a little bit of a context, the comments that were being made from the dugout after uh, just uh, last game, where uh, I guess it was the uh, play where Bryce Harper hit into a double play, there were reports of the comments being yelled from Marcia and the dugout of the Braves that said, uh, attaboy, Harper, you know, that attaboy kind of trashing him a little bit. So that's where the comments, is, guess, fueled Bryce Harper a little bit, and he decided to do a little stare down, and he was asked about it uh, after the game. Was there any motivation? I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him. I mean, just uh, oh, the the confidence and the swagger that he has, man. He he had. It's always great when you have it, but when you have it and back it up like he did last night, that was awesome. It it was absolutely uh, a game that they can celebrate for taking a series lead, but they know that there's still still work to do. They have to get back on the field tonight to try to close it out, and if not, then it's going to go to. Uh, deciding fifth game so they want to be able to close it at home though oh yeah it's always a lot more fun to do it in front of your home crowd and uh it was it was crazy because apparently when that was being reported from the clubhouse from the braves it got back to the phillies and uh apparently bryce harper says quote yeah i heard it from my teammates that's just about it they told me and they looked at me and they were like uh what are you going to do well i think he answered that question of what you were going to do but also with uh, you know, of course, Arcia and the guys in the Braves locker room and in the dugout, uh, they were a little, uh, not offended, but a little frustrated because they felt like, hey, that was just some dis- discussions that we had in the dugout that sh- that wasn't meant to get back to them or to go off, whatever it was. But uh, they were, I guess, kind of frustrated that it got out with That's those comments. You get with all access and the cameras everywhere these days. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, yesterday, here was a uh, comment by some of the Braves that uh, was asked about yesterday with the comments and seeing the response by Bryce Harper. Here's what the, some of the Braves had to say about that. The clubhouse is a sanctuary, and, and I think when things like that get out, it, it doesn't make people want to talk to the media at all. Um, it, it affects the people who have been great to us all year, and it is what it is. I mean, come on, man. It's like I get what the the cameras and all of that stuff, but you know, say, it doesn't you know talk about the media and everything. I was like, well, I mean, listen, if I'm, I don't care if it was the media or not. Do you think I think like if fans heard them say that, they'd probably tweet about it and say, hey, this was being said over there. I mean, I don't know. I felt like you, him talking about the. Uh, the bringing up the comments of oh well you know it's it, we this is stuff that can happen to my, maybe it's not trust the media or talk to the media I was like you didn't it's like the press conference happened it's like something you you heard it and they reported it that's all it was yeah but he's speaking more to just the access that's there and that's what you kind of have to deal with these days and you worry about well as players they're not really worried about it because. As he's saying, they're just going through something normal, and they're not thinking about the cameras being around. And so they're just going to act like they normally would. They're not going to act in a different way or say something that they wouldn't normally say because the cameras are there because they're not thinking about the fact that somebody's here and they're filming, and then they're going to put it out there. Yeah, well, hey, it's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and there's plenty of trash talk between those two. So it's made it fun, though. It makes it fun to see what will happen in the next game. and. See if the Phillies can uh, close it out or see if the Braves can bounce back. But uh, I guess at this point in time now, if the Braves end up losing, that's going to be, what, all 300-win teams yes. out of the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Mm, that is wild. And also, with dealing with Bryce Harper, I'm, I'm sure that there's more than that, but with the expectation that he had coming out of high school and you know everyone's talking about him, he's one of those generational-type players, I feel like he's one of the very few, and maybe the rare occasions, that has lived up to that expectation. That he that's been put on him at, at a young age, like very few, like LeBron James, you know, had a huge expectation. Definitely has lived up to it. 
Uh, I think Bryce Harper, I'm not trying to say him and LeBron are in the same stratosphere, but I think Bryce Harper, when it comes to baseball, has been one of the few guys where he was identified as a young age, uh, went through the process to get into the league, and has lived up to every expectation that was put on him. Yeah, he's a great player. He he definitely, you can see the talent that's there, and uh, even fighting through some injuries and the toughness that he has, he just he puts it all out there at all times. Yeah, my favorite moment from Bryce Harper, and I wish I remember which game it was, but he got ejected from a game because I guess he didn't like the balls and strikes that were being called and went over at his, and pointed his bat at the umpire, and they ejected him. This was like in the ninth inning, too, like when it was the bottom of the ninth. He gets ejected, and then the next batter gets up. I, don't, I think it was when he was with the Nationals. Next batter gets up, cranks out a walk-off home run, and they end up winning it. And so he didn't even make it all the way to the locker room, but he comes back out of the dugout, and they go and celebrate with his teammates. But the first thing he does before he gets to like the not the dog pile, but when they're getting to the home plate to celebrate the walk-off, he just looks over at the um, goes, F you, F you, and then just starts celebrating again. He's like, okay, yeah, you ejected me, but I'm still out here celebrating, but I wanted you to hear even more of it because you can't eject me twice. You can't kick me off the field for celebrating. But He has man. had some moments that stand out. Um, he had a fight against the San Francisco Giants yeah. Memorial Day weekend one year um, where – he had a, a pitch that came in close to him. It may have hit him. Can't remember if it hit him or if it came in close to him, but he threw the helmet at the pitcher, and uh, it kind of looked like a first pitch almost because the helmet got nowhere close to the pitcher, but then he rushed them out, and they started fighting, and I actually was at that game. Really? Yeah. Well, so Okay, so what's that like? I know it's cool to see it on TV, but when a fight like that goes out, is it just kind of everyone's like, oh, you know, like waiting on it and just seeing what transpires? Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Um, we were actually moving around at the time, so we weren't actually looking at the field. We were looking at a monitor, and then as we're looking at the monitor, we could see people moving around, and then we looked down to the field, and we're like, oh, man, they're about to fight. Look at this. <laughs> Grabs and, uh, everyone's and attention. It, it was national. You know, it made sports everywhere where everybody's talking about it yeah see i've it's not as weird as it is to say because i don't think that fighting should always happen in sports but that's one thing i feel like i've never seen in person i've been to a lot of sporting events live sporting events but i've never seen any sort of like fight that breaks out well you know i've seen a little you know shoving and everything but as far as i got a baseball game never seen any fight breaks out or at football i've never seen you know any any fights break out this is just comic uh, or common shoving and everything but man i'm I want to see just one of those in person just to see what it's like. And, you know, kind of the saying, oh, I was there for that moment, you know, like whenever the fight breaks out. Also, Bryce Harper, uh, he's played in the World Series, and they're hoping to get back there and get a chance to win. But just unfortunate timing, he left the Nationals, mm. and they win the World Series the next year. Man, yeah, see, that's that's brutal. That, that to me, is because we know how much championships mean to these Great players, and him not having one just yet. Maybe this will be the year, but that, yeah, leaving the next year and him getting the title. I'm sure he doesn't care, but he's got to think about it a little bit. Be like, man, I would have liked to add a ring on my finger. But maybe this is the year for the Phillies. Maybe this is the year. But we got a lot to talk about here on Trash Talk Thursday. Folks, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. We'll talk a little bit about Arkansas and Alabama. Nick Saban really has a great breakdown of Arkansas. And what he thinks about the Razorbacks. He always does. I'm telling you, this, this is stuff that's going to just blow your mind of how he just lays it all out there for you. So we'll have a chance to hear from him and get to a lot more here on a Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. Hundred win teams in the Major League Baseball playoffs have not fared too well as the Diamondbacks finished off the Dodgers, beating them four to two last night. Arizona became the first team to ever hit four home runs in one inning in postseason history, as four Diamondbacks went deep off of Lance Lynn in the third. The last time Arizona went to the NLCS was 2007. The Dodgers and the Orioles are both 100 win teams and both were swept. The Atlanta Braves are the only other 100 win team in the majors, and they find themselves in danger of elimination as they fell to the Phillies 10 to two last night. 
They trailed 2-1 in the series. Philadelphia can punch their ticket to the NLCS with a win tonight. First pitch is set for 7:07 on TBS. And the ALCS is set. It'll be a battle for Texas between the Astros and the Rangers. Game one will be on Sunday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley, and you listen for me weekly on Morning Mayhem, presented by Bradford Marine and ATV with six statewide locations. It's riding season. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV and check out the Can-Am Riker motorcycle. Stop by today for the best in-store inventory and discount prices. View all the inventory online at BradfordMarine.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Of course. You have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown. But there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine. And a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again since 1995. Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. LR.com. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet. Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Scott Graham here from Westwood One. Thursday night football is coming up with AFC West action. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs sit atop the division at 4-1. Now they host Sean Payton's Denver Broncos, who are off to a tough 1-4 season start. Ian Eagle and Devin McCourty will have the call on air on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Thursday night football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Thursday night football is on, and it's only on Prime. Tonight, it's an AFC West showdown as Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos head to Kansas City to take on Patrick Mahomes and the defending champion Chiefs. Not a Prime member? Sign up for a 30-day free trial to stream the game. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern with TNF Tonight, presented by Verizon. It's the Broncos and the Chiefs tonight on Thursday Night Football, and it's on Prime. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson off the zone read. Play action. Pumps once. Looking deep. Tesla at the goal line. Complete touchdown, Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? On 103.7 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on Trash Talk Thursday, but one thing we're never going to talk trash about is Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, where duck season just being around the corner, you need to make sure you head over to Max Prairie Wings because they got you covered for everything when it comes to duck season. Because right now, receive a $2,000 Max gift card with the purchase of a Thor boat, motor, and trailer package. And if you also go online to maxpw.com and check out their website, tells you about all the different specials that they have and one of the cool things about it too is they have free premium ground shipping for orders that are over $99 so check that out too you can go in store of course there in Stuttgart but anytime you go on the website you can see all the different deals that they have going on all the specials and even shop online we're talking about tree stands we're talking about firearms we're talking about waterfowl gear they got it all so you can go to their website at maxpw that's m a c k s pw.com check it out that way or just go there and store because they have a great quality group over there that's going to make sure that they get you set up get you helped out and answer any question that you possibly have and it's right there in stuttgart so check them out today with the max prairie wings no matter if if it's their muddy skybox 20 foot double rail ladder stand that's on sale for 189.99 or if it's something like a new firearm that you want like the beretta a312 gauge being just 7.99 they got you covered, so visit them today at Max Prairie Wings. Max Prairie Wings, MaxPW.com. It's Max Prairie Wings. The hunt begins here. Again, it's a little trash talk Thursday on Out of Bounds, and we know Arkansas and Alabama are going to be facing off against each other this weekend in Tuscaloosa. And I'm telling you, Nick Saban is fired up, and he is ready for this game, and he knows that Arkansas is a national championship contending football team because he wants everyone to know how good of a team Arkansas actually is. Well, we're looking forward to be back at home at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Um, it's homecoming. Arkansas is a huge challenge for us, a really tough team. We've had some really tough losses, and um, K.J. Jefferson is a really, really good player and very challenging matchup as a passer and as a runner. Um, they're very aggressive on defense. They've... You know, played really well so far this year. So, you know, we got to look forward to the things that we need to do to improve on and get better and, you know, try to build on the confidence that our team plays with. Let it be known, I have no problem with what Nick Saban said, but just when he says those things in that low-energy, very monotone phone voice that he's got, it just kind of makes me laugh because I know he means it because that's how he takes it so seriously for each game, but... Just to hear him say, you know, they got a great quarterback and KJ Jefferson, a big threat. It's like, and he, he doesn't exactly exude, exude the energy, but he exudes the excellence. The only Alabama. thing he stretched on there was to say that Arkansas has played really well this year. Hmm, yeah. Everything else, he he hit it dead on. He said that KJ is talented. They're aggressive on defense. He he hit some of the main key areas of uh, discussion as far as when it comes to Arkansas. But then when he said. They played well this year. They haven't played well this year. Mm. Maybe at times on um, when they've had some offensive explosions against LSU, but is that more about Arkansas or is that more about LSU? Yeah, well, at this point in time, I feel like it's more about LSU. 
because at least the one thing that's been consistent in both of those is that LSU's defense has been trash. Arkansas's offense, uh, other than Western Carolina and that LSU game, there hasn't really been anything about the offense that's been fun or exciting or good overall. At least not consistent enough. But uh, Nick Saban understands it, and he, he knows that any time in the SEC, especially in the SEC West, he's, he's got to make sure that his guys are always ready to play, and they're going to be ready to play. He's always going to be respectful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and he still to this day, which we talked about it yesterday, uh, about Nick Saban and, and just where I always just circle it as an L before the season starts, no matter what, and I'm not even mad about it. But, uh, you know, one thing I will give a lot of credit to Nick Saban for, and I think that this was really when I always kind of didn't care one way or the other, but the time when I really respected him and liked him is when, um, i trying to remember which year it was. I think it was in 2016 when Arkansas and Alabama played each other, and Frank Ragnow and his dad just passed away that week. And Frank Ragnow was so close with his dad, it was really taking a toll on him. And after the game, Nick Saban, after shaking uh, Brett Bielma's hand, went and found Frank Ragnow on the field. Unannounced, everything. Just went and found him. And then talked to him about uh, you know, how much it, uh, he, he knows about the pain. Because he talked about his dad passing away, Nick Saban's dad passing away. And just how much that he respects him and give him credit. I was like, man, that was a... And that's not like another coach would say that, but for someone as big as a deal as Nick Saban and someone who's got, you know, all these radio people trying to talk to him after the game and whatnot, for him to take, take time, the time, yeah, yeah, to just go and do that, I thought that was really cool for me. Oh, him. absolutely. He's uh, he's someone that is aware of you know things that are going on, and um, that is one of those special instances. But as far as like being aware of certain things, especially what's being said around the team about the team he knows all that and then sometimes he'll take a stance where he's at a press conference and he'll speak out on certain things and maybe it's more about sending a message to the team at the time but he's always aware of things that are going on oh yeah and you know the way that it's a method to the madness just like we see so many coaches do and how they approach the the media or in press conferences or in being asked questions or even social media which he's not on but like my one of my favorite quotes that he had, and he had a lot of them in press conferences where he's gone off. But when Arkansas was about to play him in 2019, Chad Morris was there. Arkansas was just so awful. Like they weren't even a threat. They were so bad at, at everything. And it was when it was, I guess Tua was hurt, I think at that time, and that's when Mac Jones was playing, and then Talia, to his youngest brother, was on the team. Like it was his freshman year before he transferred. And one, I just remember he got asked about uh, from the ma- from the media before the game started. Asked from the media, you know, would you think that there'll be time where you can get uh, Talia to expedite his you know in, uh, development as a quarterback to get him into this game and the importance? Which Nick Saban hears that and he just goes off. He's like, no, we're focused on winning the game, all right, and that's the only thing we're going to expedite anything that we can to win the game. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game, all right. But we're not just going to play anybody that wants to play just for the sake of playing them. Like, we're not going to do that. We're going to expedite everything we need to win the game. And just walked off. It's like, that's how his mentality is 100% of the time. Does not care about what they could do if they're up big or, you know, development of players. He's like, no, we're just focused on winning. That's all that matters in the end. So, it's probably why he's so good at what he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's about the details. And he's really detail-oriented. He pays attention to everything, and he wants to uh, not only – he's a defensive coach, but not only is he worried about what the defense is doing, he's going to keep a pulse on the offense and make sure the offensive coaches are doing what they need to do. He's just that CEO type that is going to see all aspects of the team and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do in all areas. And this year, right now, I mean, they're in control of the SEC West moving forward. They still got to play LSU, still got to play Auburn. They're going to play Arkansas, obviously, but they're in a, in a good spot. And it's just funny to me how sometimes people write them off, write off Alabama, like, ah, you know, Nick Saban's not what they used to be. They don't have uh, Bryce Young or Tua or Jalen, you know, their quarterback, Milrow, ain't, you know, ain't as good. Defense ain't as good. They're beatable. It's like, well, okay, you could say that, but they're still really, really freaking good. And they're probably going to win the West once again this year. If they happen to win a national championship this year, it would be the most impressive 100%. job that he's done with the team that's in place. And uh, that's not to say they don't have talent, but you know that they lost a lot of talent like they usually do. 
But just focusing on the quarterback position, we know kind of some of the drop-off that's been there and the difficulty that they've had with that position. And looking at other players other than Jalen Milrow, this would be the most impressive if, if they were able to get through it and, and win a national championship with the team that's in place now. I can never count them out. In fact, I saw on ESPN they had their little uh, playoff predictor, if you will, and they put a bunch of formulas together and look at the teams in college football and who has the best percentage to make the playoff and also the best percentage to actually win the championship. And I thought it was fascinating that as of right now, Oklahoma is actually the team that has the best percentage uh, to make the playoff and to win the title. Just given how the schedule is setting up for them the rest of the way, they have a 71% chance of making the playoff and then a 23% of winning the title. They're, they're leading the way. But Alabama sits there with the sixth best percentages of where they have a 30% chance of making the playoff and an 8% chance of winning the title. So That's probably just where he wants to be. To If, <laughs> yeah. if there's something that's going to get through to the players to say uh, they're being disrespected or they're not being thought of in the same way, that they're sixth, and that's how people view them, he, he probably would enjoy that for mm-hmm. the players to actually see that. Yeah, because what was a Kirby Smart last year? Talking about, you know, we've been doubted all year. It's like, nah, I don't know if you got doubted, my man. But they get whatever it takes to motivate themselves. And sometimes they got to pull things out of their rear end to make it work, but this could be something that maybe Nick Saban printed off this the same exact sheet of paper I did and put it in the locker room and said, hey, look at you. Look at these guys. They don't, they don't believe in you at all. They think you're going to fail, and... Uh, they think that Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, and Texas have a better chance of making the playoff than you do. Now, but, realistically, he might think that also. True. Yeah. With, with the way things have gone and looking at the, some of the teams that's in front of them, like, I thought it was crazy, too, that Ohio State, again, according to this, it's just you know, a formula put into place, but Ohio State has a 52% chance of making the playoff, but Michigan has a 29% chance of making the playoff, which both teams are undefeated, and, of course, they face each other at the end of the season. But uh, they think that those are the two uh, teams out of the Big Ten where Ohio State have a significantly bigger chance than Michigan making So the Penn State's not listed on there? Penn State is listed right under Michigan at 27% of a chance. So, yeah, those so are the So they Big think Ohio teams. State is going to get through those two teams more likely than one of those two teams getting through the other two. That's right. Which, again, I think it's, again, it's never like, guaranteed, but it is interesting to see the numbers that they put forth and put in place. Like Oregon being the best chance out of Pac-12, I, I fully agree. But how funny is it? Like USC, for instance. USC's not even listed in the top ten as far as having a, their percentages Think wise. about that defense and how many points they give up. Yeah. But they score a lot on offense. Yeah, thank goodness, because if they didn't, that, that would be problematic. But uh, they have Florida State, who's been who's undefeated. They have them at a 26% chance of making it. Washington at 23%. So uh, It should be. Yeah. And Washington, Oregon, they play this week. So we'll see that kind of shake out. Now, here's also a great thing, too. They talk about the strength of record the rest of the way, like – uh, who has the uh, the toughest chance and the toughest way of, or excuse me, the way that it's been for the three first six games of the season, who's had the toughest six-game schedule. And Oklahoma was number one. And that's why they feel like they have the best chance because they got through the most difficult part of their schedule already. Um, but Alabama's sitting at number six uh, with a strength of schedule rank. But I thought it was fascinating. All these other teams are in the mix for a championship. The one that's in there, though, is Ole Miss actually at eighth with their strength of schedule, uh, sitting there at a 47% chance of having a win-loss that was before the season started, and yet they're sitting at 5-1. and one. So they had a tough schedule from the get-go. But uh, that kind of goes to show you that if you're Oklahoma, that's why the percentages is there. For those of you who are asking, you're like, why are they so high? Well, they got through the toughest part of the schedule. They beat Texas. You know, they got some still tough games, but they beat Texas. What do you, what do you think the odds are, though, Joe, that – in the national championship game, both teams are undefeated into the, going into that. Like, uh, completely um, win, well, lossless. Maybe 30%. It's probably, it's probably fair, because I think one team will be. I don't know if it's going to be Georgia. I don't Actually, I wouldn't say it was going to be Georgia. I'd say if I was to, to pick one, I guess Oklahoma would be it. Um, They're probably going to see Texas again, though, in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, it's true. Maybe Michigan or Ohio State, like one of those two, if they if they get it to that, that point. That may be the most likely. Yeah. Or Oregon. I mean, the, the way that they've played. Or Washington. I could see a Pac-12 team being undefeated. Because the thing about Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, whichever one makes it to the championship game, it's not like they have to face one of those other two teams. They're going to face somebody from the other side. Yeah. Because in the, in the Pac-12, I guess. It's the top two teams. 
And, okay, and the Pac-12, because I know the Big 12's got the top two teams, is what they do. And the Big 10, they do, they used to do the leaders and legends, or whatever those divisions were it's, called. Yeah, so. it's it sides. Yeah. So, and, and it's going to change once USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon get there. Then they'll go more to that format of top two teams. But yeah. right now, what's in place, they're facing a team from the other side, from the other division. I, I like just taking the top two teams. I like that version better. And I know that the SEC is going to be doing the same thing, too. Uh, let's see, from the Sun Structural Solutions text line. This is from 501. It says, John, I still think we're the best team. Signed, Matt Leinert, former USC quarterback. Isn't that what he said after they uh, lost to Texas in the championship? He's like, I still think we're the we're the best team in the country. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what it came from. Yeah, yeah. probably so. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to say something like that when you just saw the results on the field. Yeah. I'll say this for when that happened. I agree that they were the better team, but not that day. Yeah, it didn't matter, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. That, that stuff doesn't matter. Uh, they had, I mean, Vince Young was just unstoppable in that championship. Still the Patriots wanna... may have been the better team yep. overall, but... Uh, in writing and what goes into the record books, Giants won that, that Super Bowl, that championship. Mm-hmm. And also uh, from the 501, says, why, I never, why I've never understood the personal hate against Saban. He's always been respectful of the opponents, no matter how bad they are, and he's always just businesslike. I have always had a respect for him. When you win so much, then people start to uh, kind of get away from wanting to see that team win, and, and now they're wanting to see something new, something different. And Alabama's won so much at a high level. That's why there were some people that took joy in the fact that Clemson beat them a couple of times in championship games. Yeah, and then what happened after they won a couple championships? Yeah, like, nobody wanted to see Clemson yeah, win anymore. Exactly. Yeah, they got tired of it and started uh, poking fun at them too. But uh, yeah, there's because kind of with Kirby Smart. Like I don't have a reason to hate Kirby Smart, but they've won back-to-back championships and think if they make it back to the playoffs this year there's gonna be a lot of people that are rooting against them because they're like i don't want to see georgia win no again. they're already doing that now during the regular season yeah i don't i mean it, it, I, I like seeing the best team win you know and, and if they win it again for three straight they'll be in the history they'll be in the record books for there, doing that. there's a, a portion of people that want to see that they want to see some history yeah which i i, I respect because i like to see history i just i say that though I did not want to see history with the Patriots win 19 and 0. I don't think I've ever rooted against a team in the NFL more than the New England Patriots in 07. Like just every game I wanted them to lose. And I'm talking about teams that I hated or players that I hated. I wanted them to win. I wanted them to beat the Patriots. I hated it. And I was so happy. I became the biggest Giants fan in the world that day. So the the Dolphins, <laughs> my, the seventy two Dolphins. Yes. What was uh, what was his name? That Mercury Moore. That's right. Mercury Every Morris. year they pop the champagne. So they're waiting right now on the Niners and Eagles. Their last two undefeated teams. They're waiting to see when both those teams are finally going to take a loss, and they'll be ready to celebrate once again. I just I just don't see. And you know you never want to say never, but I just don't see any team in the NFL going. Undefeated. I mean, it's been now 72, so you're talking about what is that now? 50 years? Have we gotten to 50? Am I doing my math right? Yeah. 50 years, yep. roughly. And it hasn't happened. And it's only been one team that's really been close to getting to that point. Yeah. There, there have been some one-loss teams that have uh, gotten in position. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just tough. Especially now that they added a 17th game. Yeah. It's tough to go through an entire schedule and go undefeated. And that same thing with college football. Like, it's good that they're expanding because how can you expect that teams are going to go 15-0 and 0 just to have a chance to win the championship? Yeah, and then sometimes, you know, undefeated, they can get shut out and shut away from that depending on how many teams are involved. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. But was it the Panthers a few years ago when Cam Newton and they only have one loss? One, yeah, one loss, and then they got to the Super Bowl and they had a second loss. Mm, yeah, it wasn't because of Peyton Manning. I can tell you that was bad, bad defense. But, uh, yeah, there's been some close times, but still, it's always fun to see some history made. But we got more to talk about here on Trash Talk Thursday. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We'll get to what's trending in the world of sports. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us.
This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally, and it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics. With the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief, I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Justin West returned to Bell & Sword in Conway this Friday, broadcasting from their new, bigger location right across the street from the old location on Oak Street in downtown Conway. The Zone live in Conway, this Friday at Bell & Sword. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off play action, going to throw a little screen pass, left side, has completed the five, into the end zone, touchdown Arkansas. Lucas from 11 yards out, and Arkansas is a PAT away from time. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102, and take advantage for, of no payments for the rest of the year. When you get into a vehicle at Guadney Chevrolet, make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. 
They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Stretch Talk Thursday. We'll get to what's streaming in the world of sports in just a second. Also, have Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. Join us on the other side of the break, but it's got a few people who are calling in. Let's uh, work through these and have Stan Litterock. What's up, Stan? John, my man, how you doing? Doing good, Stan. All right, freaking joke. What's up, Stan? Hey, man, you look here. Y- hey, y'all better watch out. Watch out for that Georgia Steel turn defense. <laughs> they just start rising to the gate. <laughs> Stan, they haven't been playing at the same level this year. Yeah, but they finna start blowing folks out now. You see what they did to Kentucky, don't you? Better keep it, just keep an eye on them. You know, I think they're gonna make history, brother. They're not they gonna, gonna peak do something too soon. They go. No, nah, I think they pick it at the right time. <laughs> okay, good. All right. And they go. I, I think they gonna make history and do something. Alabama ain't that, and Alabama ain't no other team ever done. <laughs> and this a a three a three p baby three p. Y'all have a good evening, man. Hey, see you, Stan. Good, good to hear from you. Man, it's been a minute since we've heard from Stan. So, yeah, and his phone stayed connected the whole time. Usually it's had a, had a drop there. So good to hear from Stan. All right, it's his favorite uh, show, or at least day of the week. It's Stat and Conway for Trash Talk Thursday. What's up, Stat? Hey, fellas, how's it going? It's going good. Going good, man. John? Yeah? Your Jets, they're... they're they're actually maintaining a little bit. No, yeah, no, not not not. I don't know about maintaining. I mean, they're two and three, and they beat uh, the Bills in the opening night, which was great. But then beating the Broncos, they've been pretty pretty terrible this year. So I don't know. I, I need yeah, to see at more. Least not, at least they're not zero and five, though. That that is true. It could always be worse. They could be zero and five. The Razorback defense is ranked number 43 in the country, giving up an average of 5.45 yards per play. The Piggies offense is ranked number 111. The Hogs have beat teams ranked 105 and a team not ranked in the top 30 in defense. They have lost to the 122nd ranked defense and the 60th ranked defense. They also lost to the quarterback that is three passing touchdowns behind Caleb Williams. This week they go against St. Nick in his Crimson Tide. In order to win, the Hogs are going against the 54th ranked offense of the Tide. And the 52nd scoring offense of the Piggies will have to score more than their average of 3.83 touchdowns a game. The Tigers take on the Tigers of the Plain at 6 p.m. The real Tigers of LSU will bring their 5th ranked the fifth highest scoring offense and number three ranked off offense take on the kids from the Plains in their 25 defense. After this week, their ranking will drop some in a night game in Death Valley. And as Coach O says, Death Valley is where dreams come to die. The one that the Battle of the Boot is currently sitting at. And I'm out. All right, Stat. Always appreciate you calling in on Trash Talk Thursday. That's the one you enjoy the most. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We know that it is Thursday, and with that comes Thursday night football tonight. On Prime Video, you'll be able to see a division game and in some cases a division rivalry between the Denver Broncos as well as the Kansas City Chiefs. This game's going to be played in Kansas City. And according to sauces, speaking of from Adam Schefter, it looks like Travis Kelsey is expected to play tonight against the Broncos after dealing with an injury in their previous game. So huge news for the Chiefs. And honestly, they feel like they should beat the Broncos regardless. But we know with these division rivalries, you can never rule out anything. But should be a, a great game between these two teams. And 
With Kelsey being back a into the mix. Game, huh? Yeah, I'm hoping for. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to will it into existence. The, the Broncos actually did play them tough last year, and they've played them tough a few times. The only problem is Patrick Mahomes has so much success against the Broncos, he's never lost to them. So wow. maybe this is the time that he actually does lose as the starting quarterback, but got his first start as a rookie last game of the season. It was against the Broncos, and so... Yeah, there were many Broncos fans thinking we're playing against the backups this week, get a win. Nope, Patrick Mahomes goes out and throws all over the Broncos as the backup quarterback this season. And the rest was history from there that vaulted him into being the starter the next year. Is Taylor Swift going to be there? Uh, uh, it's been said that she is going to be there. I'm not watching. We'll see. I'm not watching. We'll see. I figured she would be. On Prime? But yeah. see, that's why. Because I'm pretty sure, I, I might be mistaken, I'm pretty sure, though, she has some sort of deal with Amazon. I think that's where her only only place maybe you can stream her music, I think. Hey, that, that's why it makes sense. <sighs> I'm done. I can't. Just I'm going to follow it on, t- on Twitter. Or maybe I'll... Uh, oh, they're going to be on X, on X. also. <sighs> just, I, they're going to be all over Swift everywhere. Swifties. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Taylor Swift everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure Amazon will have little hearts all over the place, and uh, I'm sure friendship bracelets, friendship bracelets, and and the commentators are Kirk Herbstreet and uh, is oh, it yeah. Al Michaels, right? Like, they're gonna have all the the Taylor Swift references. Oh, they may get her in a booth. <sighs> I can't do it. I just can't do it. Uh, but it maybe that'll be a good game. Maybe that'll be the redeeming quality of it. Uh, but some other news too. You know, we talked about this this earlier this week, dealing with the uh, Miami Hurricanes and the game against Georgia Tech, and just the absolute uh, terrible ending for the Hurricanes in that, and whether or not that play was a fumble or not. Well, the ACC officials have uh, come out, and they have said that it was the right call that this Stop ruled it. a thumb fumble. Stop. And I'm like, it's Thursday. Why are you just now coming out and saying, it was the right call? It was the right call. Uh, in fact, the uh, day, let's see, the ACC Game Day Operations Center in Charlotte was the one that uh, made the statement as he said, quote, we made the right call in the field based on the angles that were afforded us, and the process and the protocol was followed. Okay, thanks. Again, I was like, why is it Thursday, and we're just now hearing about well, it? Well, they're going to say that because they didn't review it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least, like, the SEC, whenever they put out their notes for Arkansas or whoever they got screwed, they're just like, yeah, there was a, uh, there was not a clear immediate recovery. At least I try to, like, spruce it up a little bit to make a reason why, you know, you didn't do it or didn't. Say, hey, uh, you know, our cameras were down on that angle. Or, or just something. Yeah, they couldn't say that because mm. they show their replay over and over. Yeah, find something better than that, though. But still, it's uh, they say that it was indeed a fumble. Uh, we'll have some other headlines, too, because I know we are up against it. But that's fine because we are moving through here on Out of Bounds. And coming up next, we'll have Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net. We'll talk to him about Arkansas football, maybe even some basketball, but also get into just uh, the playoffs for Major League Baseball and some NFL, too. We'll talk everything with him. So we'll keep it moving in the second hour of Out of Bounds on a Trash Talk Thursday. It is coming up next, so you better stay with us. Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Fence Brokers presents Zach Williams every Tuesday when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes to talk about what's happening on the hill.